death is horrible. I've lost friends, I've lost loved ones, and every time it's been very difficult to say goodbye to people that I love. About 10 years ago, I lost my aunt. She was my dad's aunt, so my my great aunt. And I've got to tell you, it's been 10 years, but her death has still been one of the most difficult deaths that I've had to deal with. Growing up, she was a huge influence in my life. For for starters, uh, ask my cousins, I was her favorite. She would do anything for me. And just having someone like that in your life is so helpful and so important. She was always getting family together. She was always doing family reunions. She was important to our family, but, but uh, she played a, a very important role in my, in my daily life. So um, my aunt had a timeshare, and she always used that time to uh, get us to gather together and, and be uh, a family together. And so thanks to her, I got to spend time with my cousins growing up and with my aunts growing up. Uh, but, but on top of that, she was also a spiritual influence in my life. Uh, faith was important to my aunt. And I remember one day when I was young, she just looked at me and said, do you want to go to church with me? <laughs> and I went. I, I have no clue why. I wasn't a churchgoer at the time, but, but because my aunt wanted to go, I wanted to go. And, and, and that became important for me. I think more than anything, though, she was a foundation in my life. She was a support for me. She was one of my biggest fans. She believed in me many times more than I believed in myself. And so when my dad called me to tell me that she had passed away, I lost more than just an aunt. I lost that support system. I lost that fan. I lost that person that that I knew would would call me out whenever I was going down a wrong path. I, I lost more than just a person. Since she died, I feel like we have missed out on so much. I've wondered what her reaction would have been if uh, I had put a, pl- a, a, a plate of uh, crawfish in front of her. I wonder what she would, she would have yelled at me if I had uh, done that. I wonder uh, what she would have told me the day of my wedding. I wonder if she would have been proud of me the day of my ordination. I feel like we have missed out on so much. Losing someone is tough. Losing someone we love is difficult. Death is tough. There's a scripture uh, in the book of John chapter 11 that says this. When she had said this, she went back and called her sister Mary and told her privately, the teacher is here and is calling for you. And when she heard it, she got up quickly and went to him. Now, Jesus had not yet come to the village, but was still at the place where Martha had met him. The Jews who were with her in the house, consoling her, saw Mary get up quickly and go out. They followed her because they thought that she was going to the tomb to weep there. When Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, she knelt at his feet and said to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Now, look, I think about that question a lot. Lord, if you had been here, my father, would, my brother would not have died. 
I think about those words a lot and I, and I can relate to her because that is the question that I have. That's the comments that I have towards God, towards Jesus at the death of every loved one I've ever lost. Jesus, you, you could have saved them. You could have healed them. You could have not brought this upon them. You, you could have overcome this, Jesus. If anybody could have uh, uh, kept them from dying, it would have been you. Have you ever said that to God? Have you ever wrestled in that way with God? In the death of a loved one, in the face of the death of a loved one, have you ever looked at God and said, God, why didn't you do anything? Why didn't you heal them? Why didn't you do anything? Look, I can relate to Mary's comments so well. I've asked those same questions. I have felt that same, you know, Mary loses her brother and her first thing that she says to Jesus is, Jesus, if you had just been here, it would have been different. I find myself saying that to Jesus a lot. Look, losing someone is tough. Losing someone is tough. And if you've ever asked those questions of Jesus, if you've ever made comments like that to Jesus, if you've ever wrestled with God through uh, the loss of someone that you love, I want you to know it's okay. We all experience those same emotions. We all have some of those same struggles. It's the struggles, the emotions, the questions, the, the comments that Mary displays to Jesus in the face of losing her brother. Now, look, let me, let me tell you what happens next in the story. I'm not going to read it because it's kind of long, but let me tell you what, what comes next. Jesus is stirred with emotions at this point, and he goes to the tomb of Lazarus, and he has this, the stone rolled away, and he yells out, Lazarus, come out. And this dead man rises from the dead. This dead man comes out of that tomb, and he, and he comes out, and Scripture tells us that because of that, People came to believe. Many came to believe in Jesus. Now, let me stop here for a second. I'm a little jealous, or at least I have been, a little jealous of Lazarus and Mary in this story. Wait, Mary loses her brother? (laughs) Mary loses her brother, and Jesus says, okay, he's back to life. Like, I want some of that, right? I want Jesus to look at me and say, look, Fernie, here's here's an extra day with your aunt. Here's an extra uh, year with your aunt. Like, here's some more time with your aunt. Enjoy it, right? Like, Mary is given that opportunity, and I want that for my life. But for some reason, it's not going to happen. Jesus can, but it's probably not going to happen. My aunt is not going to be raised from the dead. My, my loved ones are not going to be raised from the dead. So does that mean God loses to death? Does that mean death ultimately gets the final word? Jesus can, but probably won't. Therefore, death has got to be stronger than God. I don't think that's the case at all. I don't think that's the case at all. And I think it's important for us to understand. See, 
what Lazarus experiences in that moment and what really Mary gets to experience as well is resuscitation. Lazarus is raised from the dead. But God offers us something bigger, something greater, something far better than resuscitation. See, as Christians, we believe in resurrection. And resurrection is bigger and better than resuscitation. The promise of resurrection is bigger than the ability to see our loved ones just one more time, for just one more day, for just a short while longer. Now, let me explain this. Romans chapter 6, verse 5 says this, For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we will certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. See, what Paul is saying in the, in the book of Romans, is he's saying, we, we too, like Jesus, will experience death, but we too will experience resurrection. This is an important thing. All of us will experience resurrection, and resurrection is bigger and better and greater than resuscitation. See, here's the difference. Resuscitation means that our loved ones come back to life from the dead. And we get to spend some time with them. And as much as we want that, as much as I would love to uh, have coffee with my aunt, as much as I would love to tell her about everything that has happened since she passed away, as much as I would love to get another hug from her, resuscitation is limited. If my aunt comes back from the dead, she's probably still going to die again someday. She's going to be prone to uh, suffering She's going to be prone to the struggles of 2020. She, she'll be vulnerable to COVID. She'll, she'll, she'll experience life the way all of us experience it. So resuscitation basically means that she's brought back to life to experience the struggles of this world, the darkness of this world, the, 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 the things that all of us wish we could avoid. And so as much as I would want that, I don't want my aunt to experience the struggles of this world, which is why resurrection is so important. Because resurrection is the complete opposite of that. Listen to this. N.T. Wright, uh, he says this about resurrection. A biblical Christian understanding of resurrection begins by affirming bodily resurrection. The body of Jesus is raised from the dead and not just his soul. After the resurrection, listen to this, his body has some unusual abilities to interact with his environment. For instance, appearing inside of a locked room and then uh, disappearing from it. But Jesus still remains physically embodied in every way. Jesus still has to eat and drink and walk and talk and breathe. He still keeps the scars from his crucifixion. And, and, and it, my favorite, in John chapter 21, Jesus cooks breakfast with the disciples. See, resurrection is so much better than resuscitation. You see, as Christians, uh, crucifixion, uh, resurrection is, is this beautiful promise that God has given us, that there will come a day when we will be reunited with all of our loved ones. There will come a day when all of us will, 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 will be reunited together as the body of Christ, that all of us will see everybody that we love, everybody that we've lost, every single loved one that, that we no longer, that, that went before us. We will be reunited with them. But the difference between that and resuscitation is that in resurrection, 
we will never experience pain or suffering or struggles again. The day I am reunited with my aunt, with my grandma, with my friends from high school, the, the, the day that I'm reunited with all my loved ones who have gone before me is the day that, that we will get to experience a, 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 resurrecting, a resurrected life together, which means we will have bodily functions with one another. We'll get to eat together and drink coffee together and do life together. We will get to uh, breathe uh, in the, the same air. We'll, we'll get to experience life the way you and I know it today. But the difference is we'll never experience suffering. We'll never experience pain. We'll never experience struggles. Anxiety and depression will have no power over us. The, the struggles of this world will be no more the day that we are reunited. See, my heart longs for resuscitation of my loved one. But God says, I want to offer you resurrection. I want to offer you an opportunity to be reunited with your loved ones, to be reunited with your support system, to, to be reunited with the people you have lost. I want to invite you to be reunited with them someday in such a way that you will never lose them again in such a way that you will never experience pain again, in such a way that life is complete and utter joy for eternity. Now, if the choice is experience some, uh, some time with my loved ones uh, resuscitated or experience eternity resurrected, I prefer the latter. Friends, I don't know who you've lost. I don't know uh, how painful it's been to say goodbye to loved ones. In the face of COVID and, and restrictions, I don't know how many funerals you have missed. But I want to tell you this. Every single loved one that you are remembering this, this All Saints Day weekend every single loved one that you are remembering, that you are missing, that you wish were here with you, I promise you that someday you will experience resurrection. We will all experience resurrection. And in that moment, you will be reunited with your loved ones in such a way that feels like this world, in such a way that it feels very physical and, and very human. But the difference is, Neither of you will ever experience suffering or pain. Neither of you will have financial worries. Neither of you will have any health worries. Neither of you will face any of the struggles in this world. See, the Christian promise that we all carry that has been given to us is that when we experience resurrection, life will be perfect. Life will be the way it was meant to be. And I don't know about you, but I'm willing to wait as long as it takes to get to spend eternity with my loved ones who have gone on before me rather than have them here for a short period of time. This All Saints weekend, I await that day. I trust that that day will come. I pray that you will too. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, I give you thanks that your promises are bigger than 
than I can even begin to hope for. God, while our hearts long for resuscitation, you look at us with a smile on your face and say, I have something better. So God, I pray that at this All Saints Day weekend, uh, I pray that our hearts may be filled with the peace of resurrection. Knowing that as much as we miss our loved ones, as much as we uh, wish we could spend some more time with them here, there will come a day when we will be reunited for eternity and everything will be perfect and good. God, may we believe that promise. May we hold on to that promise. Amen.